Hey, humans, like it or not, are creatures of habit. We'll explore how that helps entrepreneurs and leaders in today's episode of Today's Antidote. Stay tuned for Today's Antidote, brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's Antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Hey, Tom, happy Monday. And, and folks, um, Tom's a little subdued today. I've talked to him a little bit this morning. He's kind of sad. The Buffalo Bills lost a heartbreaking game today. So if you could be kind to Tom, it's really, he's a dedicated person to get up today to do this because I know he was he was crying last night. He sent me a video of him crying after the game. And I'm sure those tears are still coming as we speak this morning. So thanks, Tom, for showing your commitment to this. Well, here's the thing, Bob. I was thinking about this actually this morning. I don't control those. I don't control those results. So I, I could. Nor does the Buffalo defense. But I'm pumped. They don't. <laughs> there's another team involved. There's officials. There's we we only have so much control. And and I think that as I didn't like the results, yet I can't control them. And so rather than kind of wallowing in something I can't control, I am doing my best to accept that those are the results and thinking about what do I do next? What can I take away from this? And I think that that is part of all of this is, I mean, I think, you know, for those who don't know, the Bills have a long history of heartbreak. And I was thinking about that a little bit this morning. And, and at the same time, I was thinking about, you know what, there's, at one point, I was thinking about all these memories of heartbreak, and then I got thinking about all of the other great memories that I have of amazing games, and the games that I got to watch them play over the last three or four weeks were out of control, even to the point of being in the stadium for one of those games. And so I'm just uh, look at what went well, what didn't go as planned, and what will we do differently? I can't do a whole lot different. Although I did enjoy the game without, you know, going too crazy. And that's my, that's what's real for me. Okay. Well, I, I, I love the phrase wallowing in things I can't control. That pretty much describes about 87% of my life. Okay. Well, that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> hey, heavens, you're not a Bills fan. Are you, you know, you just add more to things that you Yes, yes. So it would be 99%. Yes, so, indeed. So, so good morning. Go ahead, please. I'm all right to do this. I'll be, I'll all right. Be, all right. I can step in if I need to. And I imagine that you will at some point. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to today's Antidote, our daily podcast and broadcast, where we have a conversation around a topic. This week's topic, you may have forgotten from Bob's introduction, is all about routine and specifically the renegade routine. We'll tell you a little bit about what that is in just a few minutes. If you are watching through this, if you are watching through this, if you are watching this, um, <laughs> we, we prefer you watch through it as opposed to correct. in and out. <laughs> uh, 
If you're watching this on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or LinkedIn Live, please feel free to share any thoughts you have in the comments. And at the end of the show, we will share our one thing, our antidote for today. And if you have an antidote to share, please feel free to do that as well in the comments. If you are listening to this on a podcast or just have your headphones in or whatever and listen to it as you drive, um, we hope that you will eventually share this with your friends and rate our program because then it'll, five more people stars. will see it. Yes, five stars. Bob would like you to rate us five stars. Uh, I'm just going to encourage you to rate it what is real for you, although five stars would be nice. <laughs> and uh, if you have thoughts you'd like to share, you can come to our Ring of Renegades Facebook group and share them inside that group. It's easy to do. Just go to Facebook, find Ring of Renegades, and then you can become a part of that. Share your message. Share what's real for you because we know there are others out there who are looking for that. So that is our introduction. And now we'll get to the thing we do uh, at the start of every show, celebrations. Bob, what are you celebrating today? I'm celebrating the fact that friends actually look out for you. A friend of mine uh, talked to someone yesterday and the person had an opportunity that would be perfect for me and they made that connection. And that was something outside of something that friend had to do. It was just a nice gesture and it was a nice way of helping really both sides out. But not everyone does that. Not everyone does that on a Sunday. So it was really special. How about you? Uh, you know what? I am celebrating the fact that uh, I had the opportunity to enjoy an amazing game last night. Okay. The results weren't what I expected. And as I shared... And yet the opportunity to do that and um, with other people who it's interesting, you know, I made the mistake or make the mistake of looking at Twitter to see what conversations are. And as one of the things that I found was that while there's a group that want the overtime rules in the NFL to change, you know, want the defensive coordinator fired because they let the Chiefs get into field goal position with 13 seconds left. And then there's the other group who is like, you know, who people affectionately call Bill's Mafia. And all they were talking about is, yes, they were crushed. And talking about how much they love this team. And they love their experience as a part of that. And and I think within that, that there's always opportunities to find really good things in the things you struggle with. And one of the things that group has done lately is usually when there's something that either goes for or goes against the bills, they find a charity to donate to. And that amount of money over the last four or five years is ridiculous when you think about it. Especially it's in the millions, years. right? It's well over a million dollars. Yeah. And I think it's closer to two. And it's usually done with a lot of small gifts. You know, they were talking about, and this, you know, and, they, and there's always a little twist to what they are doing. So, they were talking, first thing I saw from one person was donate $17 or $13 to the numbers of the Bills players to a, uh, um, a shelter in Kansas City um, for domestic or violence and abuse. You know, there's, if you want to learn more about that and why that would be the case they chose, it has something to do with the player who scored one of the, had a big game and key touchdowns for the Chiefs. So anyhow, um, so I, I love, I love that they channel that anger and frustration into something productive. 
it really it's a great model for when things don't go as we expected where can we ramp up the kindness where can we give ourselves grace where can we do something to be grateful for just the opportunity yeah and it's and it's more than just a football game which i think is you know i think it's entertainment it's you know people i don't want to say live and die with that but people get emotional about that and sometimes it just stops at that and i uh -huh. think um this is was one of those times when and i think one of these groups that as passionate as can be and as devastated and and excited when good and not so good things happen that they uh find other ways to channel that into good for the community which that's what i love so so that's what nice. i'm celebrating today nice i like that that's good and what is the renegade celebration day today so i'm going to go back to the national day calendar today because i really like this one but i'm going to spin it a little differently okay okay so it's national compliment day oh. now typically we give other people compliments i'm going to put the renegade spin on it i want each of us to take a moment and give ourselves a compliment whatever that is because i find the challenge for me is to compliment myself i don't take self-praise very well so if you're in the ring of renegades facebook group i'll put something up there shortly and you can even write out how you're going to compliment yourself and you may say why would i do this it feels very personal it's going to give you a chance for people to really see who and what you are because the things we compliment ourselves about are things that mean something to us that matter to us and so those are the types of things that when I look at the people around me and the character of the people around me, the way they would handle this question would tell me a lot about that person. So that's in the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. It's National Compliment Day. Give yourself a real compliment, not just, hey, it's really great that you got up today and did your job. That's not good enough. Really zero in on something important. It's not good enough for whom? Come on, you can, do, you can go deeper than that. If really you give yourself a compliment. Do you have a compliment for yourself, Tom, an example you can give us? Well, I've been trying to think about why, you know, why getting out of bed for some people isn't, some people that might be a huge step. That's fair. That's fair. Yes. Person suffering from depression or a person who's got a difficult family situation. Yes. I shouldn't make light of that. There are a lot yeah. of Bills fans today who are struggling to get out of bed. So a lot of Tampa Bay Buccaneer fans struggling too. Correct. Correct. So anyhow, well, I love that day. I'll give yourself a compliment day. I like that. Um, all right. So now let's dive deeper into our topic of the day, uh, which is interesting because we have created a routine here on today's antidote. And I think routine, as you discussed at the opening, is really a huge part of our lives. And uh, so let's talk about the renegade routine and what that is. Do you want to share some information about that, Bob? I do, but I want to start um, with the idea about routine. And it occurred to me over the weekend when I was thinking about this, that we start into a routine when we get to be school age. And almost all of us have had that experience where you get up, you get dressed, you eat your breakfast, you get your book bag, you do all that stuff, and then you're off to school. And then you have the routine of school for the whole day. And I think that becomes really formative for us over our lifetime, that idea of this is how the day operates. And as a child, kids love structure and routine. 
it's like the number one thing that you can do to establish a good situation for them. They like to know what to what's expected of them. They like to know what's next. They'll complain about it. I don't want to get up and go to school. I don't want to just, but they like it deep down inside. And so as we become adults, I think what happens is uh, I went to college. College had courses, but you could schedule the time and the routine was out the window. And then I got my first job and I had to establish the routine. No one said to me, hey, to be at work at 830, you need to get up at 630, shower, shave, eat your breakfast. If you want to read the newspaper, because I used to read the newspaper, do that. And then it's a 42 minute drive from door to door and you need to get to work early. I had to figure that out. And a lot of times I've seen people struggle with that routine or when they change a job, they have a new routine. And that new routine is different. The, the commute's longer, the commute's shorter. They're, they're driving into the sun, not away from the sun. So they have to get their sunglasses out and they realize that the windshield's dirty. And we have all these things, formative things in our life that get us to a place where when we have a routine, it gives us the structure to be able to take on the challenges that we face. How's that for a starting point? It's interesting, you know, and, and, and I think it brought a lot of thoughts in my head. You know, you talked about school ages when it starts. And yet, what do brand new moms and dads or parents want with their newborn baby? They want to create a routine is that this is when they're going to sleep and this is when they're going to get up so that it's beneficial for them in some regards. And I know you said kids like routine, and I agree with that. And I also agree the fact that if kids had their choice, they would just do whatever they wanted to do. And so I wonder sometimes if we want routine or it just becomes habit and it's and others want us to have a routine. Similarly, like going to work, you know, the routine for forever was not for forever, but in recent history, you get up, you go to work at eight or nine or whatever time you work until five or four or six and then you go home and maybe you know you take a break for lunch or whatever the case might be and, and that has become our work routine and i think people thought they liked the routine until they saw another option for a routine and some people decided they they like their routine and they want to stay with that and others were like you know what i, I why do i have to be held to this this standard that someone else created that may not be what's real for me, that doesn't necessarily fit with the way that I like working and most effective at working. And so I think it's a fascinating idea about, you know, routine and the value of a routine. You know, I think I'm probably one of the few people who, and I'm not sure I'm going to argue this, that maybe routine isn't what we're looking for and that maybe that it's it is constricting because it's what we've always done or what we think we need to do how's that for a thought this morning i couldn't disagree more for me i need a routine one of okay. the hardest things for me is when i've i'm traveling and i'm in a hotel and I have to establish a new routine and i've gotten to a place where i literally have a routine at the hotel like I have my hotel routine and I do it every time I stay at a hotel because it grounds me and I don't forget things. 
I don't forget to shave. I don't forget to eat breakfast. I don't forget to take my medicine. So I, I think routine, uh, I would argue that we need routine because that allows us space to put our mind on other things. So it's very famous, um, Barack Obama had three ties and three suits and three color shirts, and they were all interchangeable. So he never took time. They never asked him what he was going to wear. It was just they put something down and that was it. And he said that that allowed him more time to think about the big issues facing the world. And it's a small example, but think about that. When you have a routine, you don't, you, it becomes muscle memory. Correct. And so now you don't have to think about it. I, I eat oatmeal for breakfast every morning. I don't think about it. I can be putting the oatmeal in the microwave and I can be thinking about my day. I can be putting the fruit on the oatmeal and I'm thinking about the challenge that faces me. Or I'm thinking about our program and how to be creative with our program. National Compliment Day and what I came up with there, that was while I was preparing the oatmeal. I I was on autopilot for oatmeal. Okay. It's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I, I, again, and I'm torn There's on no this. right or wrong. Correct. It's what's real for you. And I think that's, I, I wonder sometimes if in within a routine, do we get stuck? And we just, is this the most effective way to handle whatever it is I'm handling? This is the way I've always done it. And it seems to, and it seems to work for me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I wonder how often do we question our routine? To see if maybe there isn't a differently a different way to do it that may provide different results, different learning, different opportunities to um, to move forward in a different path. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm part of me is because I think one of the challenges is we can't always control that. Like you have your routine, right? Until you go to that hotel, and then that changes. Right. Then they don't have oatmeal. Correct. Well, well, maybe they do, but or they have it downstairs, or I have to go to Starbucks and buy it, and I don't get to put it in the microwave. So now it's not the same routine. Yeah, it's different, and I think that that you can see that as a challenge, and obviously it sounds like you do that 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 throws you off. Well, it's not like the life and death challenge, but it's certainly no. It it, it brings complexity to the day in places where I'm not used to having complexity. You know, well, and I think that I wonder, well, we haven't though, talked that... about the renegade routine, Tom. We probably owe people that. Sure. You want me to talk about that? I Here's my thought is that the renegade routine is almost like not having a routine. The renegade routine to me is that you you evaluate each day mm-hmm. independently. And based on that day, try to create what that day is going to look like. Create your routine, knowing that you may have things happening. You may have to go to a hotel. And so that routine has to change or you have to adjust and say, okay, I can't do my at-home routine. I have to do my um, hotel routine. Or I have to get up for an early meeting, which means my typical routine of breakfast and whatever has to change. I don't, if I have to get up at 5 a.m., I'm not going to go to the kitchen and make oatmeal i'm just gonna grab a sandwich or something else and i think one of the beauties about that is that you 
you can do that either every morning or the day before. And it allows for those things that are out of your control of maintaining your routine. And so what we encourage people to do is to spend a few minutes and look at the next day. Or if you're an early riser and you want to look at it that morning, do it that way. That's your prerogative based on what's real for you. And then you just look and determine and see what else is on your in your day and how might that impact your normal routine? And then how will you adjust for that change? How was that? I like that. We, we, <laughs> I'm always amazed at how this evolves. But I, I think where we're applying the word routine is in the thought around what you're doing in your day. Because yes. I think what you and I have experienced in ourselves and seen in other people is that often the day just comes at us and we're putting up our hands, fighting the punches, as opposed to figuring out where the punches are coming from in advance and trying to block them with a, a with a early move. And I think the more you can plan your day and have that routine, have that sense of, okay, I'm not going to be able to do a lot of work this afternoon because I have four meetings back to back to back. So I need to really hunker down this morning and I'm not going to do the usual things of checking in with my staff because I've got prep for this budget meeting or whatever. Or maybe I worked a bit yesterday because this week's a little crazy for me. And so I, I knew the week was coming and it's like, I got to get some things done in advance to be ready for the week. That's the that's the routine we're talking about. The routine we're really encouraging people to apply is to just figure out, to look ahead and do your best planning around what would be a routine for that day. Not the week, not the year. It might be oatmeal Monday and it might be an egg sandwich Tuesday and Wednesday it might be at a restaurant because you're at a breakfast meeting. That's totally fine. We're not we're not saying the renegade routine is you have to do this at 601 and this at 632 and this at 703. We're saying if you can figure out what is part of your routine for that day, what are the things you're committed to doing? I'm committed to eating three good meals. I'm committed to exercising. I'm committed to returning every phone call within three hours. I'm committed to checking my email four times a day. I'm committed to working with my staff when they have a need, I'm available to them. I'm committed to making sure I have family time in my day. I'm committed to having some downtime for myself. Those are seven things that would be perfectly reasonable. But when you start to fit them into a day, now you now it's a puzzle. Sure. Well, and the the I think in the way others would look at routine, they would be, okay, those are seven things that I'm committed to. I have to fit them all in every day. That otherwise my routine is off. Fair? Yeah. And I don't see it as feasible. Right. The challenge is that's not always possible. And and I think so what ends up happening is we set ourselves up for that and we can't uphold it. And so mm -hmm. rather than looking at some of the successes we have that day, we end up focusing on I didn't achieve all the things I didn't complete my routine because that was my routine. You know, I, I and I think sometimes we don't allow ourselves the space to know that that's a, one, that's a lot. And two, that there might be other things outside of our control or outside or within our control that we've already committed to as well. 
that are going to make it more difficult to complete some of those things. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges that, that in some ways, I think that's where I got thinking about routine as, you know, maybe not so the normal routine is maybe not so beneficial is because it, it almost causes us to say, Hmm, because of this routine, I can't do something else that I need to commit to, or because of this routine, I'm not able to get everything done that I thought I was supposed to get done. And now I'm going to look at things differently. Now I'm not, I'm not knocking routine, although I know it sounds a lot like it is. I think though, when we create a routine that we, that is so rigid that it's really hard when we aren't able to maintain it. And I think the challenge is that we get so caught in or bought into checking off the box. I got up and I did my morning meditation and then I journaled for 15 minutes and then I exercised for a half an hour and then I had something to eat. And, and I think we, when we do those things, I mean, it's awesome. You can do that. And yet when we aren't able to do those things, how does that, how do we let that impact our day? And, right. and so I think that creating, you know, the, our idea is that creating routine is allowing for all the other things that you have going on and understanding that sometimes you're not going to be able to do your routine. And there will be time, you know, we talked about this last week where we recorded the show one day. And for me, there's a, I, ha, I do have a little bit of a routine in the morning that allows me to be prepared for the show, do the show, and then take on my day. And when we recorded it and all I had to do was make sure that it was playing, my day looked different. And, and I could judge that and say, oh, what's well, because I broke my routine. Or I could say, you know what? I learned something from that. What am I going to do differently with it? Sadly, I think that when we break a routine, we go to the gym every other day and then we have a meeting and have to miss it. We feel like that's a negative rather than just that's what it is. How do I adjust and then move forward? Maybe I need to go to the gym earlier and I need to carve that out in my day. And so I think what we're talking about, and I guess it would be my one thing. I think my one thing is don't let your routine cause you to look at your day in a not successful way. Oh, I like that. Wow. Didn't see that coming around. I'm not sure I did either. I think my one thing would be a little different, and that would be that I think that having some sort of routine for the day, knowing the key steps of the day that you have to execute for whatever reason, whatever your objective is, I need to do these things. Like today, I need to move some money from one bank to another bank. That's got to happen. That's on the calendar. That's booked in. As soon as we get done the program, that's my next task because it's got to happen or else other things happen that go downhill. So having that structure and knowing those things that have to happen to me provides comfort in the day. I don't have to think about, well, oh, shoot, I forgot to do the bank transfer. So I think there's a there's a fine line between a routine that is rigid and you can't extricate yourself from it. And at the end, you feel guilty and sad and frustrated because you didn't accomplish it. And the other extreme, which is no routine whatsoever. And you're just winging it. You get a phone call from someone, you take their phone call and they go, oh, hey, do this. And you do that. And then someone else, 
And then you go and you check your mail and there's a letter and your friend from high school sent you a letter and you're like, oh, I got to respond to them. So you send them an email and then you get to 5 or 6 p.m. and you go, wow, I haven't really done any work today. Huh. This wasn't a really productive day. Where I see routine helping me is it makes sure that the day has some checkpoints so I know I'm being productive. Yeah, I mean, I like that. And I think that the renegade routine as a part of that is that you take the time each day to look at and create a routine for the next day. You know, and I think that then at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the end of the year, you step back and evaluate what happened. And so that the renegade routine doesn't have to be the same routine every day. It just has to be you've chosen what routine is going to benefit you based on what's real, what's going on in your life. So if you have thoughts about the renegade routine or anything that we've shared or talked about, or if you have one thing that you'd like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments because we know that as others will are watching this or will watch it later, it may impact exactly where they are and what they're doing. And so we hope that you will share that there, or you can share it inside our Ring of Renegades Facebook group uh, where we have members in there. You can also go in the Renegades Facebook group and talk about what your compliment for yourself is today, because I'm sure Bob will have that post up. So with that, we hope that you have a great day. Uh, thanks so much for being with us today and that you start thinking about what your routine is, is for today or when you are going to look at what your routine will be for tomorrow. So with that, everyone, go out and have a great day. We look forward to seeing you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, or we'll see you tomorrow morning. 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of today's antidote. Have a great day. Hey, embrace the renegading you and give yourself a compliment, a real honest to goodness. I've thought about it. This is what I love about myself compliment. I like that. Do you have yours? I'm working on it. Okay. Awesome. I can't wait to read it. I'll post it. All right, everyone. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, Go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.